Well, good morning, church. Um, I'm excited to, to be with you this morning. I know, obviously, uh, it's a little, little different, um, what we're doing today. And, you know, I appreciate everyone's thoughts and prayers uh, about uh, everything that's, that's going on this week. And, you know, I was just <clears throat> thinking back uh, over the whole year and how, how good God has been to us. Um, because he has. He's been very, very good to us. And, you know, we've been able to be in-person meetings and, and have meals and, and lots of things uh, with little to, to no um, consequences of that. And uh, so thankful for that. So, you know, as we, as we meet this morning um, in this way, I'm just, you know, I'm also thankful for that, that we, we can do this kind of thing. And, and so, you know, uh, I hope you're just uh, in a mindset of worship this morning as, as we gather together and excited that it's the Christmas season and Christmas is right around the corner. So um, I'm going to open us up with a word of prayer and then we'll get started this morning. Let's pray. Father God, just thank you. Um, thank you for your love. Thank you for your son that you sent in the form of a baby. God, and as we celebrate that, uh, we've been celebrating that, but as, as the day approaches, God, that we set aside to really focus on that and celebrate that, God. I, I pray as, as believers, as followers, um, that that's where our mindset is, you know, that we're, we're locked in um, to celebrating Jesus, the birth of Christ, our, our Savior, Emmanuel, God. And so, Lord, help, help our minds uh, to stay focused and, and right. Um, God, it's easy in the hustle and bustle of things and the gift giving and all those things to make it about something besides Jesus. And so I pray, Lord, for help with that. I pray that you help us um, lock in where we need to be. And uh, God, thank you for the opportunity to, to share from your word this morning. And just thank you for a beautiful morning uh, out here. And uh, God, just uh, just be over the service and just every person who's going to watch this, I just pray blessing on them. And and God, I pray that you just uh, draw us uh, to yourself as we draw near to you, you draw near to us. And so, uh, God, thank you for loving us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy and your generosity, Lord, uh, throughout time. And uh, just be with me as I speak. And uh, thank you for being with me this whole week and just walking me through everything. And, and uh, God, we, we love you. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, I, you know, we've been, uh, we've been on this journey of generosity uh, for uh, this is our third week now. And <clears throat> I have a scripture at the end that I, I kind of want to tie all this uh, together uh, with. But, uh, you know, as we were getting started this morning, uh, it is Christmas season. And it's so funny, you know, how what little kids pick up on and what they don't and, and all that kind of stuff. But this, this year... Uh, my boys have, you know, we've been talking about generosity around the house and giving and all those things. Um, and it's funny because uh, my two boys have just gotten this urge to give to give to each other. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's some sibling rivalry there a little bit. And definitely um, the, the stuff that goes on when you got a sibling that's five years older or younger than you uh, is there. But, uh, you know, it was just so sweet to see the boys. They, they'll go to their room. It's funny. So they'll, 
they'll take our empty cardboard boxes and they'll go to their room and they will dig through their toys and they will try to figure out what their brother likes the best and they'll put that in the box and then uh and then they get their mama to help them wrap it and they put their name you know their brother's name on it and go put it under the tree and they're so excited um and i've heard them talk several times it's funny because usually it's what am i getting what are my presents and there's been some of that but um they they've uh they definitely uh they're excited about watching their brother open up what they're giving them. And so I, I just, I love that. I think that's so special. And, you know, at the heart of, of things, you know, that we, we want to be generous with our resources. Um, and that's what we're talking about today. And got a couple of passages of scriptures I, I want to, I want to share with you uh, as we, as we dig into that. And, you know, uh, again, at Christmas time, it, it seems that uh, that's, um, oriented around a gift of some sort, a monetary gift, but uh, but don't don't get locked into that. Um, our resources are much bigger than than a, a gift, you know. And a lot of times, I, I mean, I've been in places where I didn't have a a, uh, a resource like that, you know. I, maybe I had a talent that God had given me, or or you know, just serving, coming alongside somebody and serving and helping in that way. So. You know, there, there's just a lot of ways we can be generous with our resources. And to remember that we're stewards, right? Uh, we don't own any of this. Um, God has blessed us with it, and we're called to, to bless others with it. So uh, sit back, get a sip of your coffee, and uh, let's, uh, let's dig into the Word uh, together. So I wanted, to, I wanted to start out this morning by reading uh, the story of the wise men. And, uh, you know, we covered the Christmas story in, in the communion meditation. And uh, I, I just wanted to hone in on this part of, of the story. And, man, I've been doing some studying on the wise men. And, whew, man, there's a lot to those guys. And, they're, you know, the entire order in which they came from goes deep into the Old Testament. And uh, it's pretty neat um, when you really start digging into who they were. And, uh, you know, one of the things I discovered is that they're, you know, that, that group of people are king makers. You know, they had a big impact on uh, um, declaring a king or, or uh, confirming a king uh, throughout history. And so it's, you know, awesome that they're showing up here uh, to, to, the, to the day when Jesus um, comes on the scene, you know. And so... And it wasn't the day he was born. I, I know that. But uh, but anyway, uh, I'm going to read from Matthew 2, 1 through 12. So uh, you can uh, follow along with me or you can just listen or you can uh, uh, go back and, and read it later. But Matthew 2, 1 through 12. <clears throat> it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler." who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, Go 
and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen went when it behold the sorry the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. What a moment. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. I love that story. You know, um, uh, just a powerful, powerful moment. There's a lot more there uh, than we have time to go into today. And I, I even thought about digging into the, the gifts and what they represent and um, what they could have meant to the family. But But what I wanted to focus on today uh, is first, you know, the first thing they did and the reason they showed up uh, wasn't to just give gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It was to worship. Um, even Herod uh, said that, you know, like, hey, well, you know, once you find out, uh, let me know because I want to go worship him as well. And, of course, we know he was lying. But uh, but they, they showed up on the scene to worship. Uh, and, and I just want to encourage you this season, man, if you if you've not been worshiping to make sure you're taking time to do that. Uh, that's one of the things we've, we've, we've tried to, I think we've done it, you know, not uh, trying to pat myself on the back here or anything, but uh, you know, we try to always have a time of worship before we get into the gift giving uh, on, on Christmas day. And uh, my, actually my extended family, um, uh, my, I guess it's my immediate family, but not my family. They're get they're getting together for a time of singing and uh, I've, I've heard some others do that, you know, before the big family uh, event, you know, where where we just spend some time in worship. And so I want to encourage you with that this morning to make sure you're taking some time to worship uh, because obviously Jesus is what it's all about. And he is uh, who we are called to worship. And so I, I hope that you do that uh, this, this holiday season and uh, that, that you're worshiping him. And so uh, that was the first and foremost thing that they came for and did. But then they brought these gifts, you know, um, and uh, and again, you know, we could get into that. But the gifts had meaning, you know, there was there was something behind them. There was thought put into them and they they helped and there was a need there, you know. And so uh, so just, you know, as you're as you're digging in, as we're getting close to the day, um Giving gifts is awesome, you know, just uh, the ability to, to do that. And, uh, you know, for Shay and I, we always try to have a, a mixture of things. We always try to make some things for folks. And, and then, of course, you know, we spend money on some things. But uh, but it's not about the amount or anything. It's about the heart behind it, you know. And so uh, I, I hope that this, this giving season for you has been one of, of pure heart and just joy and I, I always share this. I, I, I just love, love watching my family uh, open gifts. It's just, I don't know. I just get a, get a kick out of it and, and uh, really enjoy it. And I always try to wrap a few really ugly Christmas presents, you know, and uh, just to make everybody laugh and that kind of stuff. But, uh, but anyway, um, just as we think about the wise men and, and what they came to do, uh, they came to worship and then they presented their gifts uh, to the king. 
And so as I was thinking through that, um, there was a, uh, this thought kind of formed in my head when it came to resources, because, you know, when Jesus was challenged and, and we talk about this often in the church and at our church, you know, he, he gave these two commands to love God with everything you got. And that's why I want to encourage you to begin always with worship, um, to, uh, to give God that, that place in your life where he's first. Um, and so, cause that's where it begins and out of the overflow of that, everything else happens. And so he gave the second command to love and, and over in Luke, he kind of, I mean, he defines that love a little bit, you know, because they're like, you know, what's it mean to love my neighbor? And so I'm going to read from Luke 10, 29 through 37. What's it mean to love my neighbor? Um, Luke 10, 29 through 37, it says, but he desiring to justify himself. This was the lawyer that was, was, uh, talking to Jesus said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And Jesus replied with a story. I love how he does that so often. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance was now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. We're just going to pause right there for just a minute because I don't know about you, but I know there's been times where I passed by on the other side. And I did not use the resources that God has given me to be generous. And Jesus has taken a moment right here to, to define and describe what love to our neighbor really is. Of how we're really called to use our resources. How to be generous with them. And so I want you to pay careful attention because it starts with compassion. It starts with that just heart towards someone's situation. Empathy, you know, uh, sympathy, compassion, like all these things. Like I have a, a heart towards what this person's going through. And I see a need and I see something going on. And I'm called to get involved with it. And I'm called to use my resources for it. So let's continue. Verse 34, he says, and he went to him. So he goes to him. He didn't cross the other side of the road. He goes to him. He bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper saying, take care of him. And whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three? do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And of course, the man answered, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. Church, you go and do likewise. Um, you know, this generous thing can't just be wrapped up in, in a moment of Christmas when we buy our kids a gift or our spouse or a family member. It, it really has to just be something that is again overflowing out of our time with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our time with the Father, our time in the Word, praying, journaling, fasting, Scripture. I mean, all the things that we've we've talked about in spiritual disciplines. It's this overflow that happens year round. It's not a, a Christmas season moment, um, and I'm thankful for the Christmas season because the world seems to get it more right right then, but. We are not to be of the world and we're not to just hold on to it for one moment. It's supposed to be something 
that's in us and coming out of us all year long. And so I just, church, I just want to call you to Jesus's words. You go and do likewise. Man, when we see something that we know we can get involved in and God has, has resourced us to provide resources in a situation, man, I, I just, I pray that you've been walking with the Lord in a way that you hear his voice and you know how to get involved and you know when to get involved. And I pray that you do respond and I pray that you don't cross on the other side of the road, that we use what God has given us to help others, to truly love our neighbor, to truly love our neighbor. Um, I, I'm not going to talk for a long time today. I really kind of just wanted to give you that thought. And, and I hope when we get done with this, uh, when this shuts off in a minute, man, have this conversation with your family. Like, what's it mean for us to go and do likewise? Uh, what are, maybe confess, you know, what are some moments you've missed? And maybe some moments that, hey, you know what, here's an area maybe we could get it right as a family or, or maybe, you know, just sharing individually th things maybe you could do at work or, or with family members right now. Man, things like that go a long way towards healing. I don't know about you, uh, but I've messed some relationships up in my life and I've not always done the right thing. And, and uh, you know, uh, just being generous with our resources and helping and, and those kinds of things really goes a long way uh, to, to tear down walls sometimes that have been built up. And so whatever way God is leading you in, uh, just, you know, have a family discussion time about it and just see if there's something maybe some you haven't thought of and maybe your kids bring up or, or vice versa or whatever. Um, but in in the closing today, I wanted to uh, read Romans 12. I, you know, I love that passage of scripture, but I feel like this entire series gets tied up in Romans 12. And, and let me read it for you and, and I'll, I'll kind of share some some final thoughts this morning. It's, uh, I'm going to be read, reading uh, verses 1 through 8 in Romans 12. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. You know, we're coming back to what we talked about with the wise men. That when they showed up to worship, first and foremost, they showed up to worship. And we're called to the same thing. We're, we are called to first and foremost worship. And we started off this series with generosity about God gave himself, right? In the form of Jesus, he gave himself the ultimate gift. And we're called to do the same right here, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to him. And so I just want to encourage you as, as you're thinking through this series and this whole thought of generosity, man, it really gets summed up well right here. And, and we're called out right there to, to, hey, it's me first. Like I have to sacrifice and surrender myself. That way, you know, when I'm, when I'm helping the person in the ditch that's been beat up by the robbers, it's not even my stuff that I'm giving away. It's God's, you know? And, and, and so, man, that really helped, that thought really helps us release um, uh, at least our, our material things, right? Money and possessions and, and things like that. And so it goes on. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, and acceptable and perfect. And we talked about time in the second one and how time has to begin with our time with the Lord. And again, right there, that we're, our mind is being renewed and our time in the word and our time in prayer. I just highly encourage journaling and, and those kinds of things. Um, and, and so, you know, our mind is going to be transformed. So as, as we give our time, it starts there and then, it, you know, it expounds. This Samaritan, I'm sure he was headed somewhere, Right. And I mean, he was obviously on a way to some business stuff because he had to leave uh, the guy at the end and say, hey, 
take care of him. I have to go do this, but I'll pay you for whatever. And so again, using of his resources, uh, he took care of the man, but he took his time to clean the man up, to bandage his wounds, to put him on his, his donkey and, and to uh, carry him into town and make sure he was seen after. So, uh, so our time, and it begins with the renewal and transformation of our mind. And then verse three, it says, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individual members of one another, having gifts, love that, we all have gifts, that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us them, let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. I love this passage of scripture and uh, what a fitting way to end it, you know, with our gifts. We've all been given gifts. And, it, and again, uh, being great, if we have monetary things that we can use, but God has put gifts inside of each one of you and you all have a part of the kingdom of God and the body of believers at Cross Plains. You know, there, there's a way that you are called to love and give to our church body. And I pray that you're doing that. I pray that you're seeking God on it and that you're using that for the bride of Christ because that's one of the places we're called to first. Is, is to love our brothers so that we're this, this example, that we're this light amongst the world, that we're a place that it just doesn't always make sense. You know, uh, the, the world ought to see the way we love each other and shake its head sometimes. Like, what, you know, what do they have that I don't? And, and so, um, again, I just couldn't help but get away from this, this uh, passage of Scripture as we've been talking about generosity, that it just seems like a fit, very fitting way to kind of tie it all in together. So I love you, church. I hope you take some time uh, to have a conversation with your family about generosity and maybe a way that you, uh, may, you know, maybe some different categories like, hey, what's a way we can make sure we're, we're using our gifts for the body of believers at Cross Plains? What's a way we can use our gifts for the bigger picture kingdom of God? And what's a way we can use our gifts to serve those around us, our neighbor, the lost, um, the, the people who we're called to, to love too? Um, our enemies, praying for them, you know, and in, in, in whatever way this, this manifests itself through your time in prayer. But, uh, but anyway, I love you, church, and, and I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas, and I hope everybody stays healthy and uh, just continue seeking the Lord um, because when we seek his kingdom first, right, all these things will be added unto us. So let's, uh, let's close with prayer. God, thank you again for our time in the Word here this morning on this beautiful morning, God, and uh, just... Uh, just continue to bless Cross Plains, God, and I pray that we continue to be kingdom-minded, God, that we are uh, just at, at a place in our walk that we understand that, that there's a lot going on in this world and that we are playing a part, and we want to play the part that you want us to, God. So as we seek you first, that you you help us walk this thing out, God. And, and so, Lord, uh, we just love you, and we thank you for everything you've done. Thank you so much for Jesus, and I pray that's what it's all about um, as we celebrate Christmas. God, we love you. Uh, thank you. And we ask all of this in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Well, have a great week, church. And uh, we will uh, be back in person 
uh, next week. So um, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Brother Jamie Sapp will be bringing the word next week. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be good. Uh, so y'all take care and we will we'll see you soon.